20 Tammuz, Chaf Tammuz, Tzadik, His Conversations, 447. Among the people who had borrowed money was a certain man who had lost the money in an unsuccessful business venture. He had nothing to pay his debt with. It troubled him greatly that he was unable to pay, and he decided that the least he could do was to go in person to the rich man and explain the whole problem, and that it was not his fault, and so on. Accordingly, the debtor came to the rich man and started explaining the whole story of how he had received a loan from him, but when the time came to repay the debt, he was unable to do so because he had lost the money. He had no idea what to do. The rich man replied, What do I care about the money you owe? Of what importance is the small sum you owe me, whether you pay it or not, compared with the total sum of all the loans, which runs into tens of thousands? What I want you to do is go to all the people who borrowed from me and ask them for the money. Remind them how much they owe me and ask them why they don't settle with me. Even if they don't pay everything, if each one would just pay back a small part of his debt, that alone would come to thousands of times more than the entire sum you yourself owe. The meaning of the story is self-evident. Editor's Note I later heard that some people say this story was told by Rabbi Yitzchak, the son-in-law of the Magid of Taravitsa. I heard further from the same person that Rabbi Gershon of Taravitsa once complained to the Rebbe that he was having great difficulty with his devotions. The Rebbe told him, You just do good and work on your devotions honestly. If you are persistent, the good will stay and the bad will automatically disappear. 448. The Rav of Breslov said that once when the Rebbe was traveling, he was praying the morning service, and when he came to the prostration in the Tachanun, the supplicatory prayer, he rested his head on his right arm, as is the custom in our times. Then Rabbi Sa'ad Yagon came to him and said that we must rest on the left arm in the morning prayers as well. Rabbi Nachman's Wisdom His Wisdom, 204 The Rebbe said, If you are well versed in my published lessons and conversations, you will be able to find in my teachings the content of every talk in the world, for there is no matter in the world that is not found in them. Every worldly discussion and talk contains the Torah's wisdom in a hidden form, but only those on the highest spiritual level can perceive these concealed concepts. One who is well versed in the Rebbe's holy and amazing teachings will be able, through his basic intellect, to find the holy Torah in all worldly conversations, even if he is not on such an elevated spiritual plane. 205. Several people once came to see the Rebbe. He took a piece of paper that had his handwriting on it and held the paper in his hand. He said, How many lessons are written on this paper? Many worlds are nourished through the smoke of these lessons. The Rebbe then took the paper and burned it with the lamp. Then he said, There are many Torah lessons that have never been put into writing. Just to write them and draw them into letters is itself something very special. That is, while the world may not yet be ready for these teachings, just putting them into written form has a very unique merit. 206. The Rebbe said, If you hear only the sound of my voice when I reveal a lesson, it is still a great benefit, even if you do not hear the words. It is written, Hearing the sound of his word, Psalms 103.20, the sound specifically. Even if you hear nothing, but are merely in the building where the lesson is revealed, you still gain immeasurable good. The Aleph Bet Book A Righteous Person, 
168. The masses filling their stomachs brings about the loss of the tzaddik. 169. The suffering of the tzaddikim atones for all of Israel. 170. God grows angry with and strikes fear into a person who refuses to accept the authority of the tzaddik. 171. God grants contentment to anyone who brings a gift to the tzaddik. 172. By bringing a gift to the tzaddik, a person defeats his enemies and nullifies the evil spirit that has rested upon him. 173. The Holy One shows favor to a person who prostrates himself on the grave of a tzaddik, even if he does not deserve it. 174. God performs acts of loving-kindness for a person who relates stories about the tzaddikim. 175. The tzaddik is able to lead people because of the fear of God that he possesses. 176. A person must stand while receiving the tzaddik's blessing. Kitzur Likutei Moharan 2, Lesson number 1, Sound the Shofar, Psalms 81.4. 1. A Jew was created to have dominion over the angels. This is the ultimate purpose and destiny of the Jewish people, and each Jew must see to it that he reaches this goal. However, the angels are extremely jealous of a person like this who has dominion over them. Therefore, one must guard himself vigilantly and be certain that he has the power to maintain this dominion, so that the angels in their jealousy do not knock him down, God forbid. 2. The way to ensure this is to bind oneself to all Jewish souls. Now, all Jewish souls are grouped under all the leaders of the generation. Since each leader of the generation has a certain number of individual souls for which he is responsible, therefore a person must bind himself to all the leaders of the generation, and in turn he will automatically be bound to all the individual souls of Israel. As a result, he will be rescued from the jealousy of the angels, and his dominion over them will endure. Copier's Note It appears from this that the angels have power only to wage war with an individual Jewish soul. But with all the Jewish souls as a collective, for whom the entire world was created as is known, they have no power whatsoever to wage war, which is an indication of the power of unity. 3. It is necessary, however, to know and to recognize who these leaders are, for there are many leaders whose rank and dominion is entirely the result of their brazenness. As our sages of blessed memory said, brazenness is kingship without a crown. Sanhedrin 105a 4. The way to be able to recognize these false leaders is to merit the building of Jerusalem, Yerushalayim, which is conceptually associated with the perfect fear and awe of God, Yir Ashalem. In other words, a person must attain perfect fear and awe of God, which is dependent on the heart, as our sages of blessed memory said, concerning matters which are entrusted to the heart, the Torah says, you shall fear your Lord, Kedushin 32b. Once a person has attained to this perfect fear and awe of God, the brazenness of these leaders falls before him, and he can then bind himself to those true leaders under whom all the souls of Israel are grouped. Then he will automatically be bound to all the souls of Israel, and his dominion over the angels will thereby endure. 5. Through the cravings for wealth, sexual pleasure, and food, which are all rooted in the heart, the fear of God that is seated in the heart is undermined and blemished. Rabbi Nachman's stories, The Seven Beggars, The Fifth Day One boasted that he was an example of little holding much. He had an estate that produced much fruit. When the amount of fruit produced by the land was calculated, 
it came out that the land did not have enough room to hold all the fruit. There was not enough space in the land to hold all the fruit that it produced. Therefore, it was an example of little holding much. His words were well accepted. This was considered an excellent example of little holding much. One said that he had a very wonderful orchard containing fruit. It was such a beautiful orchard that many people and nobles traveled there. In the summer, many people and nobles would come there to take walks. The orchard, however, did not have room for all the people who came there. So it was an example of little holding much. His words were also well accepted. One said that his speech was an example of little holding much. He was the secretary for a great king, and many people came to him. Some came with praise for the king, while others came with petitions. It is obviously impossible for the king to hear them all, he said. So I take all their messages and condense them into a few words that I tell the king. The few short words of mine contain all their praises and petitions. Therefore, my speech is little holding much. Reb Letters, Year 1, Letter Number 184 With thanks to God, Sunday, Kedoshim, 5595 My dear beloved son, I received your letter now, and just this morning I sent you a letter with Reb Muttel. I have no doubt that you heard from Reb Muttel as well about the scare they gave me last Arab Shabbat. May God have mercy on me and let it atone for my sins and turn out to be a great benefit. At the moment, the matter has quieted down. Thank God who has helped us thus far. The influential Rev. Moshe Landau from Uman was at my house today, too. I do not have to tell you that he serves our interests and is a thorn in the side of the Mitnagdim. May they grind their teeth and may their heart melt within them. God rescues the pauper from the man stronger than he. May God pity us and grant us complete salvation soon, so that we will never again be frightened. Let our enemies see and be ashamed. May this month of Iyar see the fulfillment of the verse, Oivai Yashuvu Yevoshu Raga. My enemies will come back and at once be ashamed. Psalms 6.11 The initial letters for the name of the month E.R. Silakute Moharan 1, 177 I am surprised at you, my dear son, that you did not say anything about our friend Reb Nachman Tolchiner. Please let me know soon how he is doing. May God send full recovery to your son and to my son Nachman, may he live. He too was weak this past week. It appears to be related to a severe flu, God save us. He is still a little weak, and he sat in his house at the beginning of the term. May he who creates cures send them complete recovery, along with the other sick of Israel. A person can see constantly on every side that there is no such thing as this world at all, as our master, teacher, and rebbe said, Kutei Moharan 2, 119. We have absolutely nothing except when God helps us prevail and grab any and all good that we can. Thank God, one can see every day wondrous expansions, shows of relief amidst the suffering. The sprouting of the seeds of salvation are visible at all times. But we still need prayer and great outpourings of supplications that God will take pity on us and say enough to our suffering, that He will come back to us, pity us, rescue us, and save us from our enemies and from those who pursue us without cause. Reb Nussin's Letters, Year 2, Letter number 443 at present, all of my work is centered around the lesson, Nine Chambers Which Are Not Lights, Lakute Moharan 1, 24. Most important is that I and all of us should merit to fulfill what is taught there. That the essential thing is the joy over the performance of commandments. For through this joy, the holiness is culled from the chambers of exchanges, 
and it then moves upward, triggering a flow of blessing to the intellect and to the organizing and limiting faculty of the mind. At the same time, faith is drawn into the mind and into its organizing faculty until the mind strikes against the barrier, forming nine chambers. Happy is he whose mind pursues these levels of understanding. Ashrenu, fortunate are we. We can indeed say Ashrenu thousands and tens of thousands of times every moment that we merited to hear and to see in a book things such as these. How rapidly was the world declining? Text missing. After the, the destruction of the temple, until through God's compassion, a holy angel came down from heaven to reveal these things in his holiness. See Daniel 4.6. See Likuti Moharan 1, Prologue. Granted, we do not understand these teachings, but nonetheless, the mere revelation by the godly Tana Rabbi Shimon Bar Yochai of things which had not been revealed since the days of our teacher Moses, as is revealed in the Holy Zohar, still constituted a sprouting of the seeds of salvation. Then how much further had the world declined until we merited in this generation to hear from the mouth of the flowing spring, the source of wisdom, the holy awesome advice which can enable a person to attain all this by performing commandments with joy. Praise God, by His wondrous kindness, He has already helped me to write explanations of this amazing teaching and to develop original discourses from it through the power of the Elder of Holiness. See Likutei Halachot, Hoda'ah 6. But we still need salvation and abundant compassion if we are to actually fulfill this advice to perform the mitzvah with joy and attain all that is written in this lesson. But what comforts me in my destitution is that at least I know about this, and I do not, God forbid, oppose awesome, amazing truth like this. What is more, text missing, in my heart I am extremely happy that so lowly a person as I merit the next moment to wrap himself in the tzitzit of the large and small talit, to put on tefillin, the crown of the king, and to recite the entire prayer service, the morning blessings, the sacrifices, Pesuke de Zimra, the Shema Yisrael, the Amida, Ashrei Uvalitzion, and so on. Perhaps I will even merit to really mean some of the words of the service when I say them, so that they will radiate light for me with the Rebbe's great power, to see the openings in the darkness, to fulfill, make the ark with three levels. See Likutei Mohoran 1, Come, let us shout out what God of the heavens has done for us. Has anything like this ever been heard? Has such a thing ever been seen? Shemot Hatzadikim, Ela Roshe Avotehem Haolimi Bavel, Gershom, Daniel, Chatush, Mibne Shechania, Mibne Parosh, Zacharia, Eliho Enai ben Zerachia, Mibne Shechania ben Yachaziel, Umibne Adin Eved ben Yonatan, Mibne Elam, Yeshaya ben Atalia, Mibne Shefatia, Zevadia ben Michael, Mibne Yoav, Ovadia ben Yechiel, Mi bene Shalomit ben Yosifia, Mi bene Bevai Zacharia ben Bevai, Mi bene Azgad, Yochanan ben Hakatan, Mi bene Adonikam Acharonim Elifelet, Yiel, Shemaya, Mi bene Bigvai Utai, Zakur, Eliezer, Ariel, Shemaya, El Natan, Yariv, El Natan, Natan, Zacharia, Meshulam, Rashim, Yo Yariv, El Natan, Mevinim, Ido Harosh, Ish Sechel, Sherevya Ubanav, Chashavya, Yeshaya, Meremot ben Uriah HaKohen, Elazar ben Pinchas, Yozavad ben Yeshua, Noadia ben Vinoy Halavim, 
Shechania ben Yechiel, Yonatan ben Asael, Yachzia ben Tikva, Meshulam Vishabtai Halevi, Kadmiel Uvanav. Reb Nassan's Prayers 2, Prayer number 20, on the Kutei Moharan 2, 22. In your true manner, teach me and guide me. Teach me how to conduct myself with all people in such a way that I will be smaller in my eyes than all of them and truly know how lowly I am. Yet, at the same time, I will be bold and strong, and I will not nullify myself before any obstacle, distraction, or discouragement. Help me draw unto myself the the holy, true humility of Moses, who was more humble than anyone else upon the face of the earth. Protect me and rescue me from any type of humility or subservience that is not in accordance with your will. Graciously grant me knowledge, understanding, and wisdom, so that I will never fool myself at all regarding the concept of subservience, something that people greatly misunderstand. Teach me the genuinely true path, so that I will discern your good will in this and in everything else. Grant me the ability to always pray and serve you with true expanded holy consciousness at every moment. That is the essential goal of true humility, because in the place of his greatness, there you find his humility. Help me, save me, Hashem, incline your ear, answer me, for I am poor and needy. You deliver the humble nation and cast down haughty eyes. He will rescue a needy person who cries out, and a poor person who has no one to help him. He will have mercy on the impoverished and needy, and he will save the souls of the needy. Help me, because I rely on you. Answer me, my Father in heaven, for I hope only in you. I call only to you. I look only to you. I await your salvation alone. The entire day our eyes are raised and turn with yearning only to your great compassion and hidden loving kindness. Perhaps he will have pity. Perhaps he will be compassionate. Perhaps he will have mercy on a poor nation. And perhaps he will have compassion on the needy. He did not despise and did not abhor the cry of the poor person and did not hide his face from him and heard his outcry to him. All of my bones will proclaim, Hashem, who is like you? You rescue the poor person from the one stronger than he, and the impoverished and pauper from the person who robs him. You hear the wailing of the poor. You take heed of the outcry of the needy, and you save him. Give me the shield of your salvation, and support me with your right hand, and treat me with great humility. Compassionate one who answers the poor, answer me. Compassionate one who answers the brokenhearted, answer me. Compassionate one, who answers the broken of spirit, answer me. I am poor and needy. God, hasten to me. You are my help and my rescuer. Hashem, do not delay. Amen and Amen. Prayer number 21 on Likutei Moharan 2.23 Give joy to the soul of your servant, because, Hashem, I lift my soul to you. I will exult and rejoice in your kindness, for you have seen my affliction. You have known the troubles of my soul. Cause me to hear joy and gladness. May the bones that you crushed exult. Restore to me the joy of your salvation, and may a generous spirit support me. May all of those who take refuge in you rejoice. May they sing, and you will shelter them. And may all who love your name exult in you. I will rejoice and be delighted in you. I will sing to your supernal name. Let me know the way of life, the satiety of joy before your countenance, the pleasantness at your right hand forever. My soul will, will praise Hashem. The humble will hear and rejoice. 
those who desire my vindication will sing and rejoice, and they will always say, May Hashem, who desires the well-being of His servant, be magnified. May all those who seek you exult and rejoice. May those who love your salvation always say, May Hashem be made great. May the righteous rejoice, exult before God, and delight in joy. Will you not return and revive us, so that your nation will rejoice in you? Satiate us in the morning with your loving kindness, and we will sing and rejoice all of our days. Grant us joy according to the days that you pained us, the years that we saw evil. May the heavens rejoice and the earth exult, and may they say among the nations, Hashem has reigned. Serve Hashem with joy. Come before Him with singing. May my speech be sweet to Him. I will rejoice in Hashem. Praise His holy name. Let the heart of those who seek Hashem rejoice. Remember me, Hashem, when you favor your nation. Be mindful of me with your salvation. May I see the goodness of your chosen ones. May I rejoice in the joy of your nation. May I boast with your inheritance. The upright will see and rejoice, and all injustice will shut its mouth. They will curse, but you will bless. They have risen and experienced shame, but your servant will rejoice. Those who fear you will see me and rejoice, for I have hoped in your word. Israel will rejoice in its Maker. The children of Zion will be glad in their King. Master of the world, you who are filled with compassion, Lord of joy and and gladness, you who have joy in your dwelling place, there is no sadness at all before you. As the verse states, glory and majesty are before him, might and gladness in his place. In your vast compassion and intense loving kindness, help me be joyful always. As you have revealed to us through your true tzaddikim, joy is the side of holiness, whereas sadness and bitterness are the other side, which you, the blessed Holy One, detest. The entire holiness of the Jew comes about in particular by means of joy, and all of our alienation from you and the growth of physical desires come about as a result of sadness and bitterness. You know how far I am from joy because I have damaged and destroyed a great deal. Therefore, I come to you who are filled with compassion to help me and save me by giving me joy and with that joy to illuminate me and reveal to me the ways of your true counsel, guiding and teaching me to transform every sort of groan and sigh into joy. May the side of evil which is expressed in groans and sighs that fill me with sadness, heaven forbid, have no more power. To the contrary, at every moment may I strengthen myself and increase my joy so much that I will transform the groans and sighs to joy, and I will not allow the sadness, groans, and sighs to retain any hold on me. They wish to fill me with sadness, heaven forbid, by exploiting the many serious transgressions and sins that I have committed, and my many immeasurable blemishes. Instead, may I transform all of these into joy.